stuff as always sending loads of love and positive healing energy out to everybody out there hope everybody's well hope everybody's been kind to each other just waiting for my little mate my beautiful little mate Hazard Thomas come on Hazard what a beautiful day think future feel now join that's my mate coming at you guys from Spain glorious day as always in Spain I hope it's good wherever you are come on Hazard Here he comes. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh no, we've not got more technical difficulties, have we? Six, two six. I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes. I You're clear see, now. Actually, got a big shadow on your face. Because <laughs> of the sun, I know. It's, it's, I just realised that. I might shift around that way a bit. It's absolutely what a beautiful day. Look at that. Yeah, it's <laughs> I love you here as well. Look. Ah, oh, stunning. All right. So if we're doing sea views, look at the mist. We get this, I don't know if you get where you are, but in Spain, they get these mists coming. So you can't see the sea at the moment. Mm -hmm. Hi, Noel. Hi, Noel. Um, yeah, you can see the mist comes in off the sea. It's stunning, mate. Absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, now that we've been showing off where <laughs> I'll see you. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. It's been, um, it's been a while. Yeah, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. A lot going on, as, as always. Yeah, we've um, both had a lot of things going on, and uh, I think it just shows you sometimes life does get in the way, and it's it's yeah, it just shakes things up a little bit. So just happy to to get back into flow and um, get back doing these more often. Yeah, it's interesting because that's exactly how it's been for me. It's been realizing that as much as I want to keep consistent with certain things that my life uh, experience at the moment is my wife's the one who's like as you know Harry our lives have literally somersaulted since we've been in Spain my wife is working full-time now whereas it was the other way around so I'm doing all the stuff at home uh, and with the kids and obviously we've got we've had my mum over then we've had my now we've currently got my lovely in-laws over as well and you do you realize life and it's funny, it's not that it gets in the way, you just, it is your life, it's your experience of what's going on. The negative ego, which are, oh, things are getting in the way, they're not, it's just okay. And every time we've spoke, I've always felt that, because we've, we've hardly spoke, really, in comparison to how we normally speak. I had a sea view last, no, I was just putting, hi, I had a sea view last week back in the UK now. Well, I'm glad you got some sea, uh, got to see the sea, it's important, Noel, to get that sunshine. Um... But yeah, it's like life does, life is life and it's, it's living life, isn't it? And not, not think, oh, things are getting in the way. No, everything is there to be appreciated, especially when things have been quite testing. 
Yeah, I, I think also it, it just highlights as well when, when you've got other things that come in, it's, it's organizing and prioritizing like the things that you have to do as your non-negotiables and then enjoy what you've got uh, coming your way as well. Mm. Well, today we're going to have a chat because <coughs> we had a brief chat beforehand, so I'm a bit sniffly. So I'm still got that, this the end of this thing, whatever it was. But anyway, today we're going to have a chat about how, how much things can change in a year, which I'm sure every, that would resonate with anyone. Um, whenever you look back at a full year of your life and what happens in that time, you don't realise it at the time either. Um, but when you look back and you think, oh my God, this is, I did all that. This, all this happened to me in one year. So yeah, that's, that's where we're going to go with this one and we has. And, and change, change is pretty much everything that we're about. We, we work with clients who come to us at a certain point in their life and they want to move in a new direction. That's change. Um, whenever we're looking for growth, we need to change what we're doing. We work with people terminally ill. Where they're at at that point, they need to change. So, so change is relevant for everyone, but also change is difficult for people. Really difficult in terms of not even just them personally, but people yeah. within their lives, circumstances within their lives. Some change is hard, it's difficult. It, it comes with a lot of baggage, a lot of emotion. And over this period of year, there's been change. I could look back now, good or bad, it's all happened for the right reasons. And uh, why this is important to me is that a lot of people get stuck and a lot of people come to us and they don't feel like they've got any hope and things just seem to get worse and worse. And what we keep enforcing is that that change always comes from us. We have the power to be able to change whatever we want in our life. And sometimes it just takes someone else a helping hand, a little bit of confirmation to be able to take that step forward. And, and yeah, one of the reasons uh, uh, for doing this video is just to show people that change can happen very quickly. It's you wanting to, to make that first step. And once you do it and find your flow, then other things start happening in your life and other things start changing for the good as well. Yeah, uh, it's funny, I was just thinking about um, Nezana, <laughs> wave at her. I was just thinking about um, one, of, one of our clients. In fact, this is relevant to every single one of our clients that we work with with, with cancer. That is an immediate, huge change to not just the person that has been given that news. It's every, it affects so many people. Um, and leading on to change, it's interesting how every single... There was one I was thinking of in particular, the, the young man um, from up north. Do you know what I mean, yeah? Um, just how much he changed in in the matter of like from the first time we jointly spoke to him to the last time we spoke to him. Um, but so his his physicality took a massive change in regards to he was told he had this thing inside his body. Hello. Um, so that was a massive change. You know, you, you got really shocking terrible news 
immediately his whole emotional state and you know that's massive think about your emotional state most people live in their emotional states all the time because they're not being present your whole emotional state has just gone taking a huge kick in the stomach um and then you know his his diet had to change his relationships changed but you know this is just one example of someone who's been told because you said things how quickly things can change just in an instant how his whole life he you know he had his own business he had to look to pass that on you know there's so much so much change for this person so quickly and that's the same not exactly all the same little caveats for everyone we've worked with has but for everyone we've worked with in that scenario and there's a, there's a reason I'm sort of point I'm leading up to here everyone we've worked to has been given that news have had instant huge massive changes in their lives oh my god you know most have been told you know you've got this amount of time to live blah 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 you know just picture that think about that for a minute how would that actually feel when you know, you you have full trust in these people. They're the professionals, and all of a sudden, they're telling you there's not much they they can do for you. So you know, sew up the affairs, blah blah blah. So anyway, this particular person, going back to him, this young man, only in his mid thirties, beautiful man, beautiful family, um, had been given that news, uh, and. The way he, and this is where it gets interesting, I know we've said this in a few other videos, has the way he approached having cancer all of a sudden was, oh my God, I'm living better than I ever have lived since I've been told I have cancer. Now, what's my point? And that, not them words verbatim haven't been with everyone we've worked with has, but everyone we've worked with has, at some, to some extent, always said, oh, I'm, you know, why didn't I eat healthy before? What, you know, they've always pointed out what they're doing better now since this change was forced on them. Because this is a change they didn't choose. It's a change that happened. It just happened. And life just happens. That's what we said at the start of this conversation, how life just happens. And you've got to live every single moment as it's happening. So change can be a bad thing. In this example, that's a bad change for that person. But what happened is it led because of a choice that he made in himself to stand up and say actually do you know what this this is this has changed everything about my whole life everything about my whole life my relationships everything um but you know what i'm now going to make another change to live my life the best i can possibly live it in every single role that i'm playing so my point in that long story was that can happen to anyone. So why wait to make changes that you know? Because you said something, has you said, and I agree, it's difficult to make changes. It's not when you actually, the difficulty comes from the egotistical, oh, I, I, I can't change this because of, I can't change this because of, well, that because of ain't happened yet. Like, to make the change, it's difficult maybe to make that brave first step and take them um, because you know it's not something you don't know you always know actually yeah i could be doing this and i'd feel better as <laughs> simple as that that could be a whole spectrum of different things elements in your life but actually i could just change the way i do that i could change the way i look at or think about that and i know i'd feel better about it 
So my point is, is, is basically a lot can change in a year, a lot can change in a second that can then lead to a year that you never thought you'd ever have. So yeah, it, it's think about changes you can make. And that's a big mirror for me. That's something I'm doing all the time. I'm having to look at the way um, my opinion is, my, 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 the way I think on certain things because I realize there, there, there's changes there that need to be made for the better. Mm-hmm. And, and it's being open to that change. That's the key part as well. And another thing that you just got to look out the window, life changes all the time. It's always changing. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you never capture the same moment ever, whatever happens in your life. If you left your front door open, something would come in it at some point. You then have to change what happens once it's in there. And people are resistant to change because they get to a point where they feel comfortable. But when we don't go into that position, we then go into a stress state. And that, that's where stress and stuff can uh, take over our lives. And the, the other bit on this is w- when James was talking then, there was a load of different topics and areas of people's life that need to be addressed. But as a coach, it, it's also to show our clients that change can happen on a spectrum, even if we just focus on one element of our lives. And, and sometimes it can get quite daunting when you do get given news like that. You're like, oh, my God, I've got to make all these different changes. And sometimes that, that can be quite chaotic. And again, living in the future, it hasn't happened yet. And you're thinking of all these different scenarios. But just to, to give you a few things to think about, you've got, let's just say life as a spectrum. Most of these topics will have some sort of impact on everyone's life. So you could say health. Um, you could say finances, career, family, friends, um, some self-development, um, social life. These are, these are elements of all our life. And imagine that we've, in that, now we need to change and all these things are, are going to be impacted and some of these things that we want to focus on. Let's just then take health, for example. And if you were to say, right, I've got all this that I need to like sort out now, but if I just focus just on my health, and at the moment my health is a five out of ten. I'm not, I'm not eating great. I'm, my sleep's terrible. Um, my mindset is awful. But if I got that up to a ten out of ten, and now I'm thriving, I'm waking up full of energy, full of joy. But how does that impact the rest of your life? And if your health's ten out of ten you'll have more time with your family. You're most probably being more successful at your job because you're performing better, you're paying more attention. You're now training, so your body's actually uh, energized and you've got more uh, clarity in terms of what you're doing. So all of a sudden, if you take your attention and laser focus on one area of your life, you'll find it'll be a ripple effect and spread across other areas and and other people's areas of your life too. And that's a, a, a big focus Uh, for us as coaches is just to start simplifying things and showing people it's actually quite easy to make that first step with a plan which you come up with and that's led nicely something towards the end of what you said there about how it changes the you making a change will always have when you make a meaningful change it will always have an effect on the people around you. And you'll know before you make that change that there's some people that won't like the change. You'll know because the reason you'll know is, is because in yourself, that role you're playing 
with that person, with that them people, you're not happy within yourself. So because you know before, and this is where the difficulty, I agree it's difficult because it takes bravery, it takes your soul, let your soul go. <laughs> um, when you're faced with that, that change that you know what you've got to make, that like you said before about when people say, I'm stuck, you're never stuck, you're choosing to stick. There's a massive difference. That's in every, anything you can say, oh, I'm stuck here. No, you're choosing to stick. There's always a change to be made to change the situation. You can always sidestep, left or right, which will be a change to some extent. But the people within your circles, and it is nearest and dearest a lot of the time, um, will have to deal with your change. They do, not you. You don't have to deal with their reaction to your change. That's not for you to deal with. You just stay, stand on your twos and know that that took bravery because I knew that was going to be a difficult change because this person was going to react. But now I feel absolutely amazing about myself and, and brave and, and, and I feel like I've achieved. And that's where you start from. And like you said, that's the ripple because that feeling of self, that self-worth, knowing your self-worth and that, oh my God, I am enough. That will change everything in your, every other role in your life will benefit from you just making that, that first step to basically say, actually, I'm enough. That's what you're saying in whatever the change is. You're changing because you're going back to yourself your soul values, what it is that makes you, you, what makes you happy. That's your change. That should always be your change. Why would you change to not be happy in your change? Really simple. And, and no one can challenge that either. And, and that's the thing is when you feel happy, no one can say, no, you don't. <laughs> they, they can't argue. With that. <laughs> that, I laugh because that, why are you always so happy? Because I am. <laughs> I get that. I get that. So, and that in itself is such a good, I laugh because it is such a powerful example because people literally will get angry at you because you're happy in yourself. Now, what does that tell you about them? And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's validation for you. And you're not, you don't need to, and I'm not saying that to mock the other person. It's nothing to do with the other person. That's my point. It's all to do with you every time. And if you stand, and that's not self-indulgent, because if you're making meaningful changes for yourself, it means you're doing something to better yourself. If you're bettering yourself, you're definitely not stepping on somebody else to better yourself. So, yes, son. What's that, mate? They're in the car. So you have, there's the black ones there. Sorry, Hazza. <laughs> Fatima's just, can you read Fatima's comment, Has? Uh, if we don't change the way we think, we can't change anything in our lives. Fatima's just like a coach of coaches. <laughs> she comes with her mic just dropping. Dropping bombs. <laughs> dropping bombs. Yeah, no, bang on, Fatima. Hello, by the way. Thank you for joining in, uh, tuning in. Um, but yeah, that's it. Go on, Hazza. And when, Whenever uh, we change as well, it, it, it does influence other people and some people are not used to it. And especially the, the happiness part, some people see that as fake because they haven't seen that in you before. And sometimes the influence of others can really then pull us back to our comfort zone again. And it's to almost know that like change, yes, it can happen in an instant, 
but it's the consistency and sticking at it, which is the key part. So that becomes you. And to know that within a few months, people won't get used to it. Within a year, people won't get used to it. Some people are dropped off of your social circles at that point. So if you keep turning up and keep doing these changes for you and, and being happy, these people will still come back at the right time in their lives. And if they don't, that, that's fine as well. It's, it's, it's knowing that you're not doing it for other people, you're doing it for you. And along that way, there's, there's going to be resistance from others. That, that's, that's truth as well. It, it's, and, and I'm saying that from first-hand experience is my whole journey has gone in a whole completely different direction. I used to be uh, one that going down the pub with my mates every weekend. I'm now meditating on my own for <laughs> over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I was going to say something really crude then, but no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, but mate, and I'm with you on that journey. Like, I look back. I, I, I was never a nasty individual, but what an egotistical prick on some of the things that you, you look back and you think, why? And the thing is, even then, I can, I can look back in hindsight and remember knowing at the time, knowing what I was doing. That's not me. It's not me. I'm doing it for someone. See, I'm checking. There you go. That's, that's, that's perfect because that's the antithesis of exactly what we're saying. Most of us spend our lives changing us for other people. What we're saying is change you and funnily enough, the other people will change. It's a, it's a guarantee. There's not many guarantees I'll give, but I guarantee if you take, change, uh, take steps to change yourself for the better in every one of your circles, it's difficult your friends, oh yeah, but you know, if I don't go out with her, she'll probably say to that one about it. And there's always that, that, that change in friendships and relationships is a big one. And in social circles, especially these days, there's so many pressures on people with social medias. You've got all these extra pressures that it's continuously changing you into something that you are actually not. Strip that back and start remembering what it is that actually makes you, you. What makes you happy? And I guarantee you, if you can be brave enough just to say, oh yeah, I'm going to do what makes me happy, the people in your circles that are meaning, that add meaning to you being you, because that's important as well. We're not saying to shut down your circles. But even within our nearest and dearest, we sometimes have to make changes for them to, for them to realise, okay, this this is where they are. This is this is me. This is this and okay, I'm speaking from another person's perspective. Okay, so has this changed like that? Oh, it might be classic example as when we first started talking again and you started I used to think you sounded like fucking Yoda. I say to you, what are you on about? <laughs> Cause yeah. I had to have you from back in fitness first days, little Harry running around the gym. <laughs> <laughs> going out, getting pissed, doing fucked up shit on the dance floor. That was my Harry. So when I saw this change, it took a lot for me to read. I had to adjust because I knew it was for the better. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, what, I used to think, oh, why, why am I mocking him? I even in jest calling him Yoda because I know what he's saying is true, but it was my ego that fucking, because I knew I needed to change. And then by you, look, that's a, do you know what? That is a great, that's the best example I can give to anyone is, is how it worked with you when you was coaching me. That, that has changed. Look now what's happened. Look at, look at our last year. So the, the name of this talk was look what happens in a year. Look what we said a year ago, where we'd be. You're in Brazil, I'm in Spain. Like, 
<laughs> and that all happened because for me, just in my own personal experience, is because I took steps to change myself for the better. And it did rustle feathers in the family, in my family. It did initially, but all the meaningful people that love me unconditionally realized, okay, James is only doing what he's doing for himself to better himself. Oh, so maybe I need to have a little look at what I'm doing. And that's what's happened. And not what, I've not, I've not lost anyone of me that doesn't add meaning to my life by making these changes. There's other people I don't really talk to anymore. And I know you can definitely share that, them sentiments. But you just got, I, I, am, I am so much happier in myself by just knowing I'm not perfect, but I'm enough. That, that in itself, that's a big change most people need to make, is just remembering you're enough as what you are. Because you've changed into something that you're not. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a bit more personal then with you because you mentioned like the last twelve months and and we laughed about it a few weeks ago when we said, mate, can you remember where we was like stressing big time for a project that me and you were working on? Like Yeah, with other people. We were, yeah, with other people laughing about how we was being spoken to and, and running around for people like it was it it wasn't who we were and that would never happen again but what's happened then for you because i remember having a conversation with you in the car park in the car and i'm like mate you've got to try this meditation it's brilliant and i remember your face you looked at me as like what <laughs> is this the first but, time when we met uh, the boys so when i met the boys yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to know what changed for me? Yeah, so yeah, so you mentioned a big one, like moving country, but within just you as a person, like, for example, career, what you've learned by doing this new career, yeah. series, the way that you, 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 even the way that you notice and are aware of things of, like we talk about all the things that we noticed, <laughs> the changes yeah. all within that. So yeah, maybe listen, a quick summary of <laughs> Well, I want to say something that just came to me because I was doing it at the time, which people probably think I'm nuts. A big change is I talk to myself that. Because guess what, people? You've got an inner dialogue going on all the time that you normally make a decision off the back of. But you just don't, you just go, all this noise that's going on. And I know that. But you know, I know that as well. And I'll, I'll stand on this. Is because for nearly eight years, I've worked with people who have been told that they're dying. And they've shared what goes on in them at that point. And I don't need to read books or watch it. That has been my biggest lesson in life, is listening to people that have been put into a position where backs up against the wall, there's no one to help them, because every, everyone that should be able to help them at this point has said, sorry, there's nothing more we can do. So then they're, they're there, feeling fine, but being told that they're going to die. If that don't resonate, then it's not for you. It will at some point. So when you, get, when you work with them people from all different walks of life and stuff that are... are telling you, share, opening up to everything about themselves, you soon start realizing what truth is about yourself. Like, so I've said this a few times, I wasn't equipped back then to deal with what I was working with in any way, shape or form. And it had a detrimental effect on my marriage because I was dealing with things so badly, all this truth. And what was happening was there was this mirror slowly coming up, because like, I was realizing the way I looked at so much stuff was absolute bollocks because these people 
I was putting myself in their position as and looking through their eyes. Imagine if I'd been told I'm feeling fine. I've got two kids. These people from all different ages, you know, as well, as you know, even now, the 15-year-old girl that we're working with, that have been put in these positions. And I'm thinking from their perspective, oh, my God, you know, I, you know initially they're thinking I'm, I'm going to die. Like, imagine how that feels. So whatever comes out, what I've experienced, is pure truth. So relevant to that is in the last year, Flipping it, mate, when you think about it. <laughs> God. It's, it's gone boom so much. The biggest, back to the point of, of, of understanding that talking to myself when this noise goes off in my head, because I said it to you all the time, I said that to you a couple of months right now, I said it has, I'm talking to myself all the time, in my head. That has changed so much, because if you think about it, all I'm doing, it might sound nuts, and I'm talking, I have full-on conversation sometimes with opinions that come up from a different perspective with myself what am I actually doing I'm being fucking present in myself because I'm actually rather than just going off the back of a thought and going with that thought I'm going to gauge what is the meaning behind that thought that thought process why did I think like that that's been a huge change because all that is is it goes back to the mirror is questioning yourself before you move forward mm -hmm. because are you actually moving forward off off of something that you believe no again what a shit word that you know to be true that you know to be true that's something that I've really learned in this last year especially it's been more than a year now but meditation okay and again people you need to understand it's not sitting there humming that might work for some meditation comes in all different forms I'm going to plug our workshop again because it's incredible. We've got a workshop on meditation as well. If anyone's interested, reach out because it, it will change your life. It will change your life 100%. I don't care what walk of life you're from, whether you're from a religious background, non-religious, not, not into spiritual, spirituality or not, you need to learn how to meditate for yourself or mindfulness exercise, whatever you want to call it. Because that, as you know, Hazard, that's changed everything for me. And again, people around me now I'm meditating I'm teaching people how to meditate and they tell me exactly the same thing and it's not me saying I'm a I'm the teacher no I'm sharing an experience I had that now I do all the time with someone else and when they're going through difficult I can't I can't concentrate I, you know my mind always drifts it's realigning them with the fact that everything that's happening is fine and because and, again it's the ego going off that's Sorry, I've digressed here on the meditation, but I love that stuff. But it's the ego going off telling them that they're not doing it right. And, and again, it's when you come to terms with that, because even when you're meditating, what you are actually doing is you're looking inwards anyway. So back to that whole talking to yourself in your head. When you, when you for me, when I'm into that proper meditative state where the insights are just coming. And again, people, insights are amazing. That might be a word that don't mean much to you. Once you have a true fucking insight, it is the, it's, it's like West Ham scoring a goal in the FA Cup final. Yeah, it's, like it's a you, celebration you it every time. And then you, you know it. And then you, you put it into practice and you see it and you think, fuck, wow. Like there's these, and again, I'm seeing this with people uh, going back to even that young girl, 15-year-old girl. It's just incredible. Like, she's never done meditate, uh, been through meditation for any of this. Taking her through this journey has been 
And like I said too, that the stuff she comes out with is insight. Ch- I call it childlike logic. That's the thing with her. And I say, right, that's another bit of childlike logic. Children just spew truth. And it's like, wow. <laughs> and I said to her, no matter how much I've read, how many courses I've been on, that, that needs to be stamped everywhere for, for every adult, every child to realise. And it's all about, I'm not going to disclose the things she said, but it's all about herself, knowing in herself just how amazing she is. And as adults, guess what? That's what I've noticed in the year as well. It's all right to appreciate yourself and know how amazing you are because guess what? You're the best at being you. There's never been a you before. There never will be a you you again. So that makes you pretty frigging incredible and unique in my eyes anyway. So that's another thing that's changed in the year is appreciating myself and everybody else. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go off camera for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Too bad authentic. I'm sorry. Sorry, Hazza. Right. That's right. What have you, what's changed for you in a year? Um, I walked away from my company after 12 years. I think that was a, a big, big change, big decision. And, and it then led into me moving country as well. Uh, I, I, I think when you were speaking then, the, the change where I think is difficult is when responsibility comes in in your life. And, and I was responsible for a number of staff, I have customers, I have like contractors, I have lots of people within just that element. And, and also 12 years, that was my baby, that was my identity there. But something in me knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. Like my passion wasn't there. When there was a problem, I had no real words to go and sort it out. Like I'd, I'd delay it, I'd procrastinate. Um, there'd be certain things that happen within, let's say, staff, um, and I'd have to go and deal with it. I, I had no interest. It was like, yeah, it just it was a knowing that I needed to do something else because when I was doing my coaching and I was doing these experiences with with clients. I left it and I'd call you up after time, like, mate, this just happened, that happened, they told me this, and they, it, it was mm. this buzz about it. And it's very difficult when you find something that you love to then go and do something that you're not passionate about. And I was spending more time doing what I wasn't passionate about because I, I had to, that was my life. And there was, there was a big conflict internally with that. So I'd say that was one of my biggest changes. Um, I did my first ever uh, public speaking gig last year, this time last year. And looking back, I wasn't actually that great on camera compared to how I feel on camera now. I'm a lot more confident um, and I've always had a lot of confidence there. I think my change has been just the the actual learning. So even just the books and and the hours that we've been putting in, in in terms of study, it's it's the understanding now, which... uh, I'm now picking up information and actually being able to apply it. And I'm also regurgitate it back in a, in a simple format for other people to understand. I remember everything now. My memory's changed. Whereas before I used to label myself, I have a bad memory. When I used to drink, I always forget my nights. I used to tell myself that I'd forget. So the way that I talk to myself and the way that I, I use my words, if, if you read all my posts, if you listen to all the words that I say, I rarely ever use a negative word anymore. And my theory was if that I only put out positivity, then that's the only thing that can come back to me. You can meet me with negativity, but how can I be negative if I'm not using a negative word? Mm. 
and and yeah just just different things like that you said you learn something you get an insight and then you go and put it into play and it works instantly mm. and it's that excitement that i did that i i made that uh change and I, i've seen the benefits from it yeah, bang on mate and it, them changes like them insights that like you said they're incredible when they happen because they're the change you make 100 percent will make you happy and that's what makes you happy it's so simple once you actually start the change will be as well it will be a selfless change because bettering yourself is being selfless which is where people i think confuse things if you're always trying to better yourself you are being selfless that is literally the path you're choosing to take and people will they again that energy like you said with the words so powerful so that again in our in in our coaching sessions is when you pull people when you make that observation and quite often when they'll say the negative word there'll be a shift in the body movement because they know they're, they're saying something oh no that's not and, and it is and you just make that observation you put do you realize what you just said then i was just thinking of my best mate Andy. i'm, I'm happy to share his name on it but his journey which obviously you've seen some of it is I started realizing just how negative he was about himself once I started having meaningful conversations with him uh, and coaching him and pulling him on his body language. I've talked to him, talked to him earlier today. Uh, it's changed so much for him because he realized how much he he beat himself up. <laughs> like, and a lot of people do. I'm so fucking stupid. I'm so this. Oh, I'll do that. You know, and think what you're telling yourself like your ears your ears can hear what you're telling yourself so it's not and there is there's a whole science behind this people there is chemicals that you release in your brain when you are beating yourself up and getting yourself down called neopeptides they literally seek out where you're vulnerable in your body and that's how sickness manifests that's a fact look into it i challenge anyone to come back to me on that look into it. this is the stuff we we've had to learn over the last eight years, the what, how you think about yourself, changing the way you think about yourself for the better, will make you live longer. Again, I challenge anyone, anyone, to debunk me on that. It is. There's a whole. You've got serotonin. You've got endorphins. You've got dopamine. These are your good stuff. These, these are when you have the insight and you go, <laughs> and you go off and do it and you feel great and it lasts and you want to share it with other people. Like, and your ego is, oh, they don't need to tell. No, tell people, share when you've done something that's made you happy. But the yang to that yin is when you're beating yourself up and you're being hard on yourself, you release a different form of chemical. Like I said, these little neopeptides which attack your system. That's why people get sick. You know, people get stressed. Next thing you know, they've got a flu or they get a stomach issue. This is, it's all related. It's all, it's a real simple science. So it might sound woo-woo when we say meditate and take time to try and better yourself by maybe doing a breathing exercise, by maybe just sitting in silence, by maybe going for a walk, whatever it is where you're just doing you for a minute, okay, that actually improves your health, your overall well-being, because it's quite simple. If you're feeling happy, your body reacts. If you're feeling shit, your body reacts. So what change would you choose to make? And I'm seeing that with, regardless of the people that we work with that are sick and the people that aren't sick. In, in fact, the corporate, uh, the one I did recently, the guy that I was hopefully getting this workshop sorted with, um, complete corporate mind. 
Okay, so it's nothing to do with being sick. It was a, it was all, all all from a business perspective, and and but the issues were exactly the same as as for anyone because it, this is the, the truth is the truth. I love it when you always say this. The truth is the truth, and what I mean by that is, in no matter what scenario you're in, whether it be in a corporate scenario, whether it be in a a, a personal side, whether it be because you're sick, whatever it is, whatever it is, if you take yourself back to what makes you happy in that scenario, okay, you know what's not going to make you happy because that's the shit you're thinking about already. It's not even happened yet, but you're already there. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Do this, this. Right. So, so let that go for a minute and go, okay, what is my happy outcome here? As soon as you do that and then knowing yourself, okay, that's what's going to make me happy. I'm going to take that step then that step leads to a nice, smooth, healthy, happy path. And again, that is a very layman's way of explaining it. But there is a whole science behind this. And the guy in the, from that corporate background, that corporate world, when I made him realize what you're currently doing isn't making you happy, and he stripped it back to, okay, what is it that you actually really want at this point? What you really want at this point? He then realized what he really wanted had a lovely ripple effect down to his staff and to what it is he needed to do for them by bettering himself. So it doesn't matter the scenario. So it works across the board. It's all about being present, actually, as that when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, where would you go then? You get someone that comes to you and, and they're in a mess, they're a complete mess, but in, in life. So there's no illness or anything, but they've got loads of crap going on. They're, they're stressing about all these different things. How would you uh, start with and what would be your approach to, to addressing change? To addressing change, well, the first thing would be to, to get them to be able to sit down and have the conversation. Is what, and and not, not put any parameters. It's not like they turn up. This is, this is how I approach it. If someone reaches out, in fact, recently, so someone's reached out recently, 21 years old, beautiful young girl, got everything going for her in life, everything going for her in life, but feels lost, feels a mess, feels that she can't make any decisions for herself. So she was referred to me by the mum that I told you about from the school. So it's one of her friends. So uh, I'd gotten that heads up first. So that's the information I've been given. So the first thing, I, I got the girl's contact number, it was passed on, and I just sent her a message first and foremost in saying, listen, first of all, let's just have a chat. It's not a session, okay? It's not anything like that, because what... I still find is people, whenever they're going to talk to someone, unfortunately the ego kicks in of what, what, what are the expectations of this conversation? The first thing I do is make sure that person knows that there is no expectations of anything when we talk. We're just going to talk and I'm going to listen. That's the first for whoever it is, whether they're sick, whether they're not sick, whether they're in a business environment, because what happens is, is the noise that's going on up here needs to get out. There is no point, and this is why I love coaching, in taking someone back to try and initially, okay, let's go back to that broken place of, and, and, and me dictating, okay, why are you here today and, and, and taking notes and taking them backwards? Is letting that person know they can just sit down and first of all, we're just going to have a chat. Let's just have a call. Uh, uh, let's just have a conversation. Um, and then what I find is, the noise starts to just peter out because whatever it is that I do, they feel I, I've experienced that they feel comfortable enough to just level out. 
because that's what happens they go from here to here so that's the first thing when someone comes to me in a mess is I just make them realise okay if you're with me there's nothing off or uh, you know there's no holes barred there's no expectations you can't say anything wrong you can't say anything wrong at this point okay let's start from there once we've had that conversation I then would then push back at them I'd make observations of things that they've highlighted throughout that conversation because people do whenever you have a meaningful conversation with anyone you don't need to necessarily be a coach to realize what it is this person is caring about in this conversation now if you then go back and make them aware of the things that they've spoken about mm-hmm. with passion with a twitch with with a, with a with a breath is then you start making them realize what it is they're actually caring about so you start it's like an onion it's the layers and the beauty is by allowing people to speak and let them just keep coming and then just not necessarily asking questions off subject maybe just an observation of something you've just seen literally just seen not trying to lead them onto another place makes them aware of themselves so I know I've explained that in a long way, but the point is, when someone comes to me in the mess, the first thing I do is subtly make them aware of themselves, their actual self, right then. Because all the noise will come out, all the noise will start coming out, if I've stuffed up with this particular person, it's not feeling self-worth. Uh, why don't I feel self-worth? Because I'm stuck in something that I don't want to be stuck in. Um, uh, I'm feeling like my voice is never heard. So, and a lot of this, you know, a lot of people can relate, relate to, it's, it's general stuff that actually, once that person in this case started realizing, okay, what is it that makes me feel that I'm not worthy? What is it that makes me feel like, um, um, sorry, mate, my mind's digressing to what I'm going to say next, which is terrible. What did I say? Uh, self-worth. Oh, yeah, feeling lost uh, and feeling like, what is it that makes you feel that your voice isn't heard? So making them aware, okay, and it, it takes time because you, you can't lead in what we do. You you have to let the person figure out for themselves. But she come to the, the realization that it wasn't her in any of those scenarios. There was more to it than that. In, but in those three main areas, it wasn't her that was making herself not feel worthy enough. It wasn't her that was making herself feel uh, not heard. It wasn't her that was making herself feel lost. It was other people. It was everybody else around her within her circles that was making her feel that way. And then she realized, okay, so that's a feeling I'm choosing to feel. Because that's what I said to her, why do you think you're feeling that way? Again, it is lovely the moments because the penny drops. They go quiet because I'm choosing to, aren't I? I Yeah, it seems that you are, you know, that. So I've gone into a session, for example, of a session here. But that's how I would unravel anyone to start with. That is literally how I do it to start with. Make sure initially, you come to me with a mess, well, guess what? I don't think you're a mess, first and foremost. I think you're perfect, just as you are. So let's have a chat. And then when we talk, obviously, we, they know why they're talking to me at that point. They've, they've signed up for coaching. You know, that, that is what they're looking to do, or that is what they're intending to do. So they, they have got in them, okay, initially a bit of an egotism what's going to come of this conversation but like I said it, I think as a good coach what we do is we lay a solid foundation and that solid foundation is the same every time that the person sitting in front of me is just as imperfectly perfect as me we share that and they need as soon as they feel that and they realize that that's when the beauty starts that's when you can start going in to unraveling the onions making them aware of themselves 
making them hear their own voice. Like in that girl, I, I'm not hearing, you know, I, I feel like I'm not heard. At the end of that session, I said to her, I said, you know, have you listened to how much you said today? She said, yeah, no. I said, a lot. <laughs> I said, you have. I said, so listen to yourself all the time rather than choosing to listen to other people over yourself. I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to other people, but you should always feel that you've listened to yourself in every conversation you ever have. And if you know that you're not being listened to, why would you stay in that conversation? You said a really powerful thing there, which just then made me realise when you're giving them that platform to, to be heard and they're speaking, and again, you're, you're, you're literally just asking questions, there's no judgment there, all that allows them to be is them. Like, and the more they keep talking, the more it, they become them. They're able to say things, actually what they are thinking and what they are feeling, knowing that they can, and they don't have to worry about it. Most people stop themselves from saying stuff because they, first of all, worry about how that other exactly. person's going to take it. So Precisely. It's, so I think that's really just highlighted then that that, that change and, and what coaching does is allows people to be them and actually be okay with being them and also understand that they can change from the things that they don't like about them because they've actually aired it out now and realised that actually I'm being stupid holding on to this or worrying about mm. that. Like, I'm going to do it this way. And that's the, so, the power of, of having these people, these outlets, these conversations to be able to express who you are. And, and spirituality is finding yourself. You always hear about self-discovery and, 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 and I need to find myself. Finding yourself is just being yourself and, and speaking your truth and, and then being okay with it. Mm. And the beauty of that is you bang on because that, I don't want to go back to it again, but that, that, that you explained that beautifully. That's the level for me. That's, well, it, it's what I experienced when I started. It was initially, it was all shit that came out, to be honest. It was a flush. It was almost like, yeah, I had my colon done. It was just poof. Everything was flushed out. And then what started to come out was, and again, that's why I say about making them aware of what they're saying, because that's what it needs for me. I need to be aware of, rather than just having the thoughts up here, I had the chance to sort of get, get these out. Let me, about thing again, things that have happened to me, that was a big thing. That's part, that was part of the clear act. Um, I, I, going back to the people that are sick, I mean, they're now, there's so much evidence to suggest is the fact that with cancer, and again, people, a, a couple of reference points um, then to look into um, would be the work of Christian Northrop, uh, Professor Wayne Dyer, his stuff around, you know, um, manifestation of sickness, how it, how it happens, uh, is there's a lot of evidence to suggest now that most, most terminal diseases, especially cancers, you can trace back within a four to six year period of a traumatic event of some sort that triggered uh, the cancer initially. Because, you know, cancer doesn't just pop up as a lump, okay? And actually, it's interesting about the lump thing, we'll touch on a bit. But um, anyway, cancer starts from a cell, a singular cell, cellular inflammation, getting sick. And then unfortunately, the way it works is it, it builds, unfortunately, until the point where you get a lump formed and actually most people don't realize a lump is actually all good cells caging in the sick cells by the way so incredible our bodies are uh, to keep it contained so it doesn't spread anymore that's how lumps form that's a very layman's version um sorry explanation but that's how it forms um but my point is this is if you're not making changes 
if you're holding on to, sorry, things that have happened to you in your life, which most of us do, I did, I did for years, um, that negative energy, which is real, because you know it's because it's something you think about. Every now and again, you think about it. It's a thought. It's something you, and then you'll feel, you'll, you'll feel, you might feel shamed, embarrassed, hurt, whatever it is, you feel that thought, okay? Well, like I said, those feelings, those, those negative feelings you're having, by not clearing them out, you are genuinely making your body sick by not just clearing that out, not hearing you verbalize. And again, this is from experience of something very traumatic. I know for a fact this works because I, it worked for me. And if it worked for me and it changed my life for the better all around, why would you not? Why would this not make sense to you? Why would this not resonate? I've got no agenda with this. I'm just telling you, something that happened to me was fucking awful. I held on to it for years. Definitely affected me negatively for years. As soon as I aired it, instantly everything changed. Changed. For the better. Because I chose to make a change. My change was simple. Right? I'm not going to feel embarrassed or ashamed or anything else about it anymore. I just need to get fuck out. So everybody knows about it. Because that was the thing. It was, I don't want people to know about it. Like, I'm embarrassed, I don't want people to know about it. How fucking stupid is that when you think about it? There's such a damaging... It's something you would... You know, you, we wouldn't tell any of our kids to act that way. You know, I I, I didn't even give, give my parents a choice for them to, to tell me what to do. I held it in myself. But my point is, by making that change for the better and, and being brave enough to say, OK, this happened, and yeah, it is what it is, but it has changed everything for the better for me. So that's a, a personal experience, an example from a personal experience of how important it is to be brave enough to make changes because you always know a change for the better. You know a change for the worse because unfortunately we often, in most of the roles we play in our lives, are changing our actual inner child self for the worse because we're doing things that we don't necessarily agree with to make someone else happy or to just to have an easy life. That's not serving your soul in any way. Change for the better serves your soul every time yeah it's spot on and, and you talked about like the, the lump and uh you feel these things when when something keeps repeating itself it does turn physical that thought first of all might be minor but you've had that thought all year turns into anxiety and then anxiety then turns into a feeling right so imagine that you had just this magical body and it's all going in the right directions and all of a sudden you've got this blockage here your body takes a new path because your body loves you and the body wants to uh, work optimally. So it's not giving energy here, it's gonna clear out whatever the blockage is. But if we don't change, that turns into something like a tumor. And that's where problems do count. It's like our body's giving us signs and signals all the time. So if something feels uncomfortable, it's a warning sign, wake up, make a change somewhere. Something's not serving you here. But again, we've got so much chaos and so much noise and distraction in our life that we don't pay attention until it gets to a point where, what, what's this? And then it leads into a whole new path. We're doing things that we don't actually want to do, whereas we could have changed that earlier by listening to our body and listening to the signs that come our way. And, and stress and, and, and keeping things in is, is a real thing. Like I know there's loads of times where I wish I was doing something differently, but I've done it just based on just to keep other people happy to avoid an argument. And that whole period of me going through it, again, going through the motions, I don't want to be there. 
I'm not present, I'm not happy because I didn't have the, the confidence to do what I wanted to do. Hang on, mate, and we've come to the hour now, so should we wrap things up? Mm-hmm. That's a good you, chat. Uh, yeah, I, I'll let you uh, wrap this one up as well. The, uh, yeah, mate, think... it was a good chat, to be honest. I had a lot of insights about, like, there's still so much I need to change. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm a coach, I'm a fucking great coach, and I love what I do, but I'm not perfect, and I always want people to know. That's why I love coaching. That's why I love when I experienced you for the first time, right, since you've been a coach is it's so important to have co- good conversations. What the fact am I say? Thank you guys very much for sharing your experiences and this amazing knowledge with us. That's lovely to say, um, for you to say, honestly. But again, thank you for your comment. And, and it's, it's, it is, it's knowledge, but it's knowledge we all know, isn't it, Fatima? Like, we, we all know this stuff. And it's just what's nice, and this is why I love training to be a coach, is is knowing that these conversations are so important. They're so important. Because why? Because at their core, they're just nice conversations, nice, meaningful conversations that we all, many people don't have in life enough of. And that's quite sad when you think about it because we've been blessed with this voice box to communicate. Like, to think that we're not communicating in ways that make us feel good. Because it's lovely. When you have a good convo, it's so nice. You walk away feeling re-energised re-energised so yeah thanks very much but Fatima love to you and all of your family and thanks for tuning in when you do and adding your meaningfulness to our conversation because it's lovely it's just nice it's just sharing this nice energy and that's where my wife would tell me to piss off that I'm a hippie <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah alright listen mate nice one we'll, we'll, we, we, we'd, we'd do our Zoom uh, chat as well maybe later yeah yeah, that's going to be a good one. Look out for that. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah, we'll some feathers. All right, mate. Bye. See ya.